bringing you news from LaPorte to Lagrange counties and Interstate 94 to US 24. This is Newsbeat Machina, your podcast of news and community information. Good evening, Newsbeat Michiana, for your Monday evening, September 12th, 2022. I hope everyone had a glorious weekend, despite yesterday, Sunday, being dreary. It was still a great weekend. I cleaned my carpets and went shopping and felt good to just be at home for the weekend. Um... What did any of you do? Did you hit any events up or find any festivals to go to? I didn't check out literally anything, but I hope everyone had a great Monday. And do you remember where you were when 9-11 happened? 9-11? Remember when the Twin Towers went down with the airplanes? I I was about 19 years old, I'm thinking, 20 maybe. I was at home with the two kids I already had, plus my ex-husband's daughter as well. Uh, It seemed like a dream, like a movie. To me, at first, I remember really, like, freaking out. Couldn't believe it was happening. Like, you know, we don't have that type of stuff happen every day. It happens more often now with the school shootings and the mass shootings that happen now. But it it was nothing going on like that too much um, around that time when that happened. So... Uh, my boyfriend Pedro, he has the Twin Towers tattooed on his arm because he lived there during that time and he told me what he was doing and, you know, New York's like his second home. Um, he spent the an, a big majority of his life there, 12 years, 13 years, he said. So, anyways, let's get right on to the news. <clears throat> Another thing... Before we get right onto the news, folks, I wanted to make an announcement that I'm only going to be doing Newsbeat a couple of times a week. So I think I'm going to cover Monday for the weekend and another day during the week. Just stay tuned for that. You know, I just don't want to throw the program together and it's not fair to listen to you something that's not well made or sound like they didn't try. And I don't want to be that person. So um, just stay tuned for two days a week now for Newsbeat and... Um, Hopefully you'll get to hear some more interesting stuff as I do my homework about what I want to talk about. So now we can get right into the news. Michiana, let's talk about something that's coming up in the next month and a half. My favorite holiday, Halloween. And already in my house, we've decided what we're going to do. First, my granddaughter wanted to be a witch unicorn cute little outfit but then we decided to be scary so I got her another Halloween costume and I got mine so we're gonna be scary witches I think Pedro's gonna dress up as a skeleton so we're ready I love celebrating it I don't always decorate and pass out candy but I don't know I'm just always in the spirit for it it's a pretty fun Halloween I was wondering what some of you were gonna dress up to be or if you're gonna pass out candy if you're gonna What exactly are you going to do for Halloween? So chime in and let us know. I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. Throughout her life, 
Her Majesty the Queen, my beloved mother, was an inspiration, an example to me and to all my family. And we owe her the most heartfelt debt any family could owe to their mother for her love, affection, guidance, understanding, and example. Queen Elizabeth was a life well lived, a promise with destiny kept, and she is mourned most deeply in her passing. That promise of lifelong service I renew to you all today. Alongside the personal grief that all my family are feeling, we also share with so many of you in the United Kingdom, in all the countries where the Queen was head of state, in the Commonwealth and across the world, a deep sense of gratitude for the more than 70 years in which my mother as Queen served the people of so many nations. In 1947, on her 21st birthday, she pledged in a broadcast from Cape Town to the Commonwealth to devote her life, whether it be short or long, to the service of her peoples. That was more than a promise. It was a profound personal commitment which defined her whole life. She made sacrifices for duty. Her dedication and devotion as sovereign never wavered through times of change and progress, through times of joy and celebration, and through times of sadness and loss. In her life of service, we saw that abiding love of tradition, together with that fearless embrace of progress, which makes us great as nations. The affection, admiration, and respect she inspired became the hallmark of her reign. And as every member of my family can testify, she combined these qualities with warmth, humor, and an unerring ability always to see the best in people. I pay tribute to my mother's memory and I honor her life of service. I know that her death brings great sadness to so many of you and I share that sense of loss beyond measure with you all. When the Queen came to the throne, Britain and the world were still coping with the privations and aftermath of the Second World War, and still living by the conventions of earlier times. In the course of the last 70 years, we have seen our society become one of many cultures and many faiths. The institutions of the state have changed in turn. But through all changes and challenges, our nation and the wider family of realms, of whose talents, traditions, and achievements I am so inexpressibly proud, have prospered and flourished. Our values have remained and must remain constant.
The role and the duties of monarchy also remain, as does the sovereign's particular relationship and responsibility towards the Church of England, the church in which my own faith is so deeply rooted. In that faith and the values it inspires, I have been brought up to cherish a sense of duty to others and to hold in the greatest respect the precious traditions, freedoms and responsibilities of our unique history and our system of parliamentary government. As the Queen herself did with such unswerving devotion, I too now solemnly pledge myself throughout the remaining time God grants me to uphold the constitutional principles at the heart of our nation. And wherever you may live in the United Kingdom or in the realms and territories across the world, and whatever may be your background or beliefs, I shall endeavor to serve you with loyalty, respect, and love, as I have throughout my life. My life will, of course, change as I take up my new responsibilities. It will no longer be possible for me to give so much of my time and energies to the charities and issues for which I care so deeply. But I know this important work will go on in the trusted hands of others. This is also a time of change for my family. I count on the loving help of my darling wife, Camilla. In recognition of her own loyal public service since our marriage 17 years ago, she becomes my queen consort. I know she will bring to the demands of her new role the steadfast devotion to duty on which I have come to rely so much. As my heir, William now assumes the Scottish titles which have meant so much to me. He succeeds me as Duke of Cornwall and takes on the responsibilities for the Duchy of Cornwall, which I have undertaken for more than five decades. Today, I am proud to create him Prince of Wales, to Wissog Cymru, the country whose title I've been so greatly privileged to bear during so much of my life and duty. With Catherine beside him, our new Prince and Princess of Wales will, I know, continue to inspire and lead our national conversations, helping to bring the marginal to the center ground where vital help can be given. I want also to express my love for Harry and Meghan as they continue to build their lives overseas. In a little over a week's time, we will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community, to lay my beloved mother to rest. In our sorrow, let us remember and draw strength from the light of her example. On behalf of all my family, I can only offer 
the most sincere and heartfelt thanks for your condolences and support. They mean more to me than I can ever possibly express. And to my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late Papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you. Thank you for your love and devotion to our family and to the family of nations you have served so diligently all these years. May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Space travel changes astronauts' DNA. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Scientists have found a new risk to space travel. They have discovered that our DNA can change when going into space. DNA mutations could increase the risk of space travelers getting cancer. The scientists did research on 14 NASA astronauts who took part in the space shuttle program between 1998 and 2001. The astronauts provided blood samples 10 days before they went into space and three days after returning to Earth. The blood has been frozen for the past 20 years. Professor David Kukassian said the astronauts work in an extreme environment where many factors can result in mutations. He added, space radiation means there is a risk that mutations could develop. Professor Gukassian said his study could be important for the future of space travel. In particular, several nations are working on sending astronauts to Mars. Other countries are preparing to build bases on the moon. There is also a race by commercial companies to start the business of space tourism. Gukassian said there were possible health risks to space travel to exploring deep space. He said more research was needed to study the harmful effects of space travel on the body. This could be important for NASA's Artemis project. This aims to send people back to the moon for the first time in 50 years. The last time humans went to the moon was during the Apollo 17 mission in December 1972. This is Maya reporting from Danville, California, USA. Let's talk about what's going on Saturday. September 17th, 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. The second Hispanic Heritage Festival in Goshen, Goshen Downtown, Historic Downtown. 
uh, festival for everyone that's Hispanic, Latino, whatever you are. Uh, they're going to have different foods to try and probably music and all kinds of interesting things. I suggest checking it out. I love Hispanic food. It's like my first or second favorite thing to eat. I mean, never get tired of it. It's so good. My friends at work, they know how to cook. It's wonderful. Anyways, check it out. Second Hispanic Heritage Festival. And maybe I'll be down there and you can catch me. Give me an interview. If you got a booth down there, I would like to give me a little interview or uh, promote your business. If you have one, if you're going to be there, let me know. Get a hold of me. Another important event to set your calendar for is Rio's Rainbow End of Summer Community Picnic in partnership with Sensational Events Saturday, September 17th, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's going to be located at 326 West Franklin Street in Elkhart, Indiana. And it's going to be a picnic and they're going to have craft vendors there and support Rio Allred who was a teenager with alopecia and an autoimmune disorder who was bullied in school and she took her own life because of that and um, it's now a big thing going in support of the family and of Rio and they're having an end of summer community picnic and I hope to be able to stop by there and talk to some of you there so if you plan on showing up let's link up Here's something interesting. In Goshen, there's going to be a reptile and exotic pet expo on October 8th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's going to be at the Elkhart County Fairgrounds. And I'm interested in going to this because I have a pet snake myself. Uh, we have a ball python at my house and we've had her for uh, over a year now and she's pretty big now and I'd be interested in going to see what they have to offer anybody else out there an exotic pet owner hit me up and let me know the next expo is going to be uh, October 8th 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. hope to see you there another exciting announcement that I have is Saturday, October 1st, 2022 at 7.30 p.m. in Central Park, they're going to be hosting their outdoor movie night, Hocus Pocus. That's a great movie, and I'm thinking about going to that. I, re I'm, I remember the drive-in that we used to have in Elkhart. That's how old I am. Before uh, Midway was there, the, uh, the trailer park, and they took that out too. But um, they showed double features. And that was really great, a really great memory. So Hocus Pocus in the park, Central Park, uh, October 1st at 7.30 p.m. Bring your blankets and your snacks and your kids. This concludes this edition of Newsbeat Michiana. We will be back tomorrow with fresh news. For more community news, listen to Sylvia Stark's podcast Michiana 101 available on our Anchor podcast channel page and other podcast platforms. Until next time remember Jesus loves you and is always available to talk to via prayer. This has been a production of News Source 1 Michiana. Yeah. News Source 1 Michiana. Elkhart, South Bend.